Welcome in to the Full Course Football Podcast. My name is Zach. I am joined by Sam and Jack. We're missing Keegan again tonight. Boys, how are we doing? We're through week one. We're previewing week two. Good. This is the this is the time of year, week two, where you actually can maybe learn some things about some teams. Yes. I, yeah, Jack, you and I, I feel like on our week one recap, just ended every single game with... Yeah, it's, you know, it's only week one. These things happen, but you can't take too much from it. Week two, you can take things from it. Yeah, like if the Seahawks or Steelers play really bad again, then it's like, okay, maybe they're just not actually good. Right. <laughs> exactly. We, uh, I'm, all, I'm, in a, I'm in a better mood this episode than I was on the recap, of course. I've had more time to recover from the Bears' loss, and... Um, just had time to reset and get excited about week two. And also we went to Trader Joe's today and just got so many fall things. It, I am just on top of the world right now. Fall is my favorite time of the year by a mile. And specifically fall flavored anything. So I'm a happy man. I've recovered. Good. Sam. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Sam, you weren't able to join us on uh, on Monday, so I want to hear what you thought of Week One. Like overall, you can overall. either every you can pick a team that you're highly invested in, like the Jaguars, a team you're highly invested against, like the Cowboys. I just want to hear what you thought. <laughs> you don't have to talk about any specific team. You can talk about whatever. Um, I'll I'll start by addressing. Um, the Bears game. It was pretty disappointing. Um, and I, I, I still think we can have a good season. I think it's a tough start. I think it legitimizes Jordan Love a little more than I'd like. And I think it illegitimizes Justin Fields a little more than I would like. Even though I don't think he lost the game for us. I think there were a lot of other factors. That's all I'm really going to say. I've been talking about the Bears for months, and now there's <laughs> 31 other teams that I can talk about and like actually have stuff to talk about. So I'm going to do that. Right. I think first and foremost, I, of course, have been pretty down on the um, Cowboys, which, and I've, I've, I wanted the Giants to beat them really bad. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. That was not even close to happening. Uh, another disappointment for Sam. <laughs> I will say that my biggest stake in that narrative is just being bearish on Dak as a whole. And Dak really didn't do a whole lot in that game, mainly because he didn't need to. I mean, the right. rest of the Cowboys team just looked so good. Tony Pollard had two touchdowns. Honestly, I, I watched very little of that game. But Tony Pollard had two touchdowns. Their defense was absolutely incredible they had um two of the best i don't know if you guys saw this two of the best cornerback performances like two of the top four cornerback performances in terms of like qbr allowed on Dang. their targets came from the cowboys yeah that makes sense yeah i mean also the qb they're playing against is, is daniel jones who did not look good but that's the other thing uh the, the cowboys did look really good to the point where even though Dak did very little, he just mm-hmm. didn't have to do anything. Yeah. Other than that, I think it was a lot of fun to see Baker come out and win. I think that yeah. was the 
maybe the biggest surprise, besides the Lions beating the Chiefs opening night, but um, I think Baker coming out and balling, winning a game with the Bucks. Uh, that's a team nobody had high hopes for, and he's kind of the comeback kid. Jack, you've been on that train for a while. I'm sure that was nice to see. He's fun to watch. He gets to play the Bears this week. That'll be exciting, um, hopefully. We'll see hopefully. Um, <laughs> and then, um, I'm, I mean, the other team I've been bullish on is the Jags, Trevor Lawrence. Um they got to play the Colts. I don't think it was an upset that they won. I don't think it was surprising. I think the Colts also, um, like, hung in there, like, for the game. And I, I think they performed as well as people thought they were going to. That was not a surprising game. I'm more excited to see the Jags in week two. Yeah. See if they're for real. Yeah. That's my soapbox. Appreciate you giving me my soapbox there. Let's Jack. go. And, uh, that's where we're at. All right. Yeah, so this week for the preview, we're going to switch up the format, try something a little different. We're going to draft games that we want to be covering come next week or on Monday when we do the recap show. So uh, because Sam had the best uh, picks record in week one, uh, we'll give you the first pick. And you get your choice of any game that not Thursday night because we're recording during that game. So any game you want to cover other than that game. Yeah. Um, Zach, I know you disclosed your list and you trusted us with this, but I am going to take the Chief Jags for the reason I just said. Um, First of all, I hope that the Jags win. They are my (laughs) AFC team, and this is the AFC team to beat. So we'll see how that goes. The Chiefs could walk out of this 0-2. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most people would say the Chiefs will probably win this game, but also a lot of people said the Chiefs would probably beat the Lions. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, Chris Jones will be back, I think, if I'm correct on that, yeah. as well as Travis Kelsey. Both were out for different reasons, but now they'll yeah. be back. And I think that will be a pretty different Chiefs team in that regard. Not not exceedingly different as some NFL announcers would have you think, but it, it will be different enough to where it, it'll be an improved team. But the Jags with Calvin Ridley looked really good. I'm excited to see them again. Um, Chiefs defense over the last few years has just been average, and I think this is a defense where if the Jags figure it out, they can really shred it up. So that would be a lot of fun to see. Um, Jags can be a high-scoring team if if they really put it together, so could be a shootout. Would be a lot of fun to watch. That's my first overall pick. Yeah, right now uh, Kansas City is favored by three and a half. It's in Jacksonville, Duval County. I mean, it's. I'm so excited to watch that game. Um, what time is it at? Oh, it's one o'clock. Let's go. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. One, I think it's huge that Kelsey is playing, or. It's not a confirmed he's playing, but it's more likely than not, I think, at this point. Yeah. And, yeah, just getting everyone back, I think, will be big. They, they really missed him. Um, you know, Tony with the stone hands. Patrick Mahomes needs his weapon. So, um, yeah, so I'm excited. I don't, I don't know who I would pick between these two. Sam, I feel like I know your answer, but who are you taking? Um, I, I have to take the Jags. On this one, honestly, I don't even like. Yeah, that 
I, I take the Jags on it. I think it'll be definitely within one score if they win. If it was more than a one-touchdown game and the Jags won, I would be incredibly surprised. But yeah. I, I'll take the Jags on it. Um, it's really hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes coming off a loss because you don't see that very much. Right. Uh, um. I, I don't know if this is true, but I know like with Aaron Rodgers, like Aaron Rodgers didn't lose twice in a row. <laughs> it's a really weird stat where he always won after he lost. I feel like Patrick Mahomes has that same energy. Um, the Jags coming off like their season opener where they were probably pretty sure they were going to win. They might be feeling a little cocky. They they could get run all over. We're going to find out real quick in that yeah. game. I'm taking the Jags. Jack? I think... I think it's going to be a high-scoring game is how I feel. I feel like every fantasy player that you think if should have relevance will have relevance. Now, I'm not saying Christian Kirk and Kadarius Toney and Sky Moore will have relevance, but <laughs> like Kelsey Mahomes, Ridley, Etienne, Lawrence, I feel like all of those players will be must-starts. I... My, I'm making this as simple as can be, and I'm going to try to trust my instincts this week less than I did last week because that got me into trouble and in losing most of the games. I don't see a world where the Chiefs have the 0-2 record next to their name, so I'm mm. picking the Chiefs. That's fair. Yep. That's, oh, man. Um, okay. That leaves it to me. Tiebreaker. I've gone back and forth. Earlier today, I was pretty comfortable taking the Jags, to be honest, Um, just because it's at home. They played them tight in the playoffs last year. They didn't play a perfect game in Indy, but they fought through away game week one. Division game is a pretty big deal. And Kansas City was missing their best defender and their best offensive weapon and lost the Lions, and I think that I honestly think the Lions are a good team more than... Yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs too. Yeah, I it's I just don't. Uh, me too, Jack. I'll gladly be wrong, but I just don't see a world where Mahomes and Andy Reid go 0 and 2. So it's possible. It's very possible. I mean, it's a very tough week too, especially coming off a loss. But I'll take the Chiefs as well. Let's see. So this uh, I'll, I'll be up next after being next in the picks last week and. I've gone back and forth. I'm bet- I'm honestly between like three different games, but I'll take the Ravens and the Bengals. I think this, this Jack, you picked the Ravens to win the division preseason. Um, most other people picked the Bengals. Lamar and the Ravens underwhelmed in Week One. They still won comfortably, but it's against a Texans team that probably isn't very good. They didn't have to play very well. Uh, first game without Dobbins. I'm interested to see the running backs. And obviously the Bengals well underperformed. The Browns looked really good, of course, but the that was a, one of the worst games Joe Burrow's played in his career, if not the worst. And T. Higgins and Jamar Chase couldn't really get anything going. And yeah, I, I this game is has huge implications just for this division. If if the Bengals fall to zero and two again, similar to Chiefs, I would struggle to see that happening. But if they fall to zero and two in this division, it might be real hard to climb back especially because they open up with two games in division. So, yeah, I think there, there's a ton on the line. It's early, but division games this early mean a lot. 
especially between the two favorites to win the division coming into the season. Um, it's in Cincinnati, which is helpful. The, they're currently favored by three and a half. So Ravens should have Mark Andrews back. I think that'll be huge for Lamar as well. I don't know. Zay Flowers looked really good. Odell looked good. They still have Bateman. They're adding Andrews back. I, oof. I don't know. Any thoughts? I think the the Ravens, I mean, neither team looked great last week, but the Ravens won and covered a 10-point spread. So yeah. they they probably looked better. The Bengals looked so bad. But the Bengals being at home is definitely a factor, especially in divisional games. And I think two years ago, Joe Burrow put up like 500 passing yards against the Ravens twice. So it's not like the Ravens' defense is any going to cause Joe Burrow any panic. I don't know. I, I think it'll be an interesting game. I think it'll be telling for the Bengals season and the Ravens. If the Ravens at least keep it close, I think I'll still be optimistic about their chances. If yeah. the Bengals get blown out again, then I think you, eventually you have to start to worry. Yeah. Yeah, so, all right. I, I'm i taking the Bengals. It's a pretty similar thing with the Chiefs. Is just with such a good team, I struggle to see them going 0-2. Um, and they're at home. I think that's big. So, I'll take the Bengals. It's going to be a really close game. I am worried picking that, to be honest, but I think the Ravens are really good, but I also could see a world where this, where Cincinnati is almost has a, feels like a, 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 excuse me, a breath of fresh air, not having to play against the suffocating D-line that uh, the Browns have, comparing that to a decent D-line, a good DB room, but didn't, didn't the Ravens lose their, who's the cornerback that got hurt? He got hurt a while ago, I think, like in camp, right? Oh, yeah, maybe. Is it Marcus Williams? Is that who it is? Anyway, uh, Marlon Humphrey's not practicing. Anyways, yeah, so, yeah, I'll take, this, I'll take the Bengals. Who do you guys got? Um, I, I'll take the Bengals um, for one reason that the media loves is Joe Burrow got a haircut. <laughs> it's, it's I did new. not know about that. He yeah, so, he um, yeah. He went into press. I think it was yesterday, and he had a haircut. And the media was like, "What inspired you to get a haircut?" And he said straight up, "He was like, when you have a game like that, you know something needs to change." So <laughs> I'm sold. I, I think I think the old Joe's back. He cut the hair. wasn't doing it for him. I think he really tried to channel some long hair Tom Brady energy there, and it just didn't work. So he's back to short hair Tom Brady. Energy. And that's my nice. point there. I'll take sure. That. I'm going to keep this real simple. I did not know he got a haircut, so I'm going to have to go with the Bengals too. <laughs> Let's go. All right. I don't know why, but that's I. I did not know what to just pick, and then Sam, you said that, and I. I don't know why. <laughs> Joe Burrow specifically. I mean, that guy, it's, it's, it's an omen. It's a good omen. For yeah, it's a no-brainer. Yep. All right, third game, Jack. Your pick. I'm going to take a game. Uh, let's see. I feel like there's a – I felt like one and two was really strong, and then the rest is kind of a crapshoot. 
There's a couple on here that I mean I'm interested in, but I think they'll get back to me. But I'm gonna go with the Dolphins and Patriots. Yeah. Oh, that was my pick. You sniped mm. me. Sorry. I like that. Yeah, I think the Patriots were a lot better than people thought they would be last week, and I feel like the the they always play well against NFC East teams, regardless of how good of a year they're having. So I think it'll at least be a competitive game. Um, and then based off of everything that the Dolphins did last week, that they so far have produced the most entertaining football of the year. So. I'm willing to make that bet again, at least with the limited knowledge that we have. So Dolphins-Patriots should be exciting. Um, And then just to see Tua again, to see, I mean, I don't think, I think he'll regress a little bit and not throw for over 400 yards, but to see what level he's going to play at against what's probably a more stout defense in the Patriots. I think it'll be a more, a better litmus test of how good their offense is. And then anytime I can watch Tyreek Hill play football. I'll make that bet. The Patriots' yeah. offense could be a bore to watch, but Mac Jones did play well last week, so I think it's an okay investment on a, a chance to see if the Dolphins are maybe legit or not. Yeah, yeah, that that matchup with Patriots' defense can be so fun. Um, and they, I honestly, they looked good. The the sorry, Mac Jones and the Patriots' offense looked good. Kendrick Bourne is someone I made a large claim for in every single fantasy league because he got 11 targets and looked good. And I saw a report today that Juju is their fifth receiver on the depth chart or not fifth within, weapon. Not That's within a, their top five. They're not within their top five weapons, which is absurd. But, I, yeah, I, I'm, I think they're fun to watch. And Bill O'Brien already has made a huge difference in one week. So, yeah, I think that's a great pick. Sam, anything to add or And the the Patriots are three point dogs at on the at road, home. right? Or they They're at home. home. Okay. Yeah, on at Sunday home. night. I I think this will be a fun game to watch because <clears throat> I think Tua's gonna ball again against an even better defense. The Pats defense is not a joke. And I feel like nobody's, like, talking about it that much. I know we've talked about it, but, like, first of all, I think we're going to see Christian Gonzalez match up against Jalen Waddle because assumedly Bill Belichick will double cover Tyreek Hill. And I think that would be a sick matchup, um, two young guys going at it. But Tua just threw for 466 yards (laughs) from last year. That's insane. Going back to the press, they asked him, in a press conference, they were like, what do you say to those people who think you still can't throw a long ball? And he's like, what are you talking about? I just threw for 466 yards. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else you want me to do. And yeah. I think he's just going to – Tua, for some reason, has a lot of haters. And a lot of people don't believe in him for some reason, given he hasn't played as much football as other QBs. But I think he's really here to show us that he's for real, and I think he's going to make it happen. And yeah, I'm excited for that game. I think it'll be so you're going Dolphins, Sam? I would take Dolphins. Do we know what the spread is on that? Three. Yeah. Dolphins I'm, favored by three. I think the Dolphins cover that, so I definitely take Dolphins. Me too. I'm also on the Dolphins, Sam. You need to join uh, Tua Non, which is it's like QAnon but for Tua. It's a whole <laughs> whole Twitter movement. 
Okay. You uh, gotta I'll, do some I'll research be, on that. Yeah, no, people. It's, it's the the two are truthers. <laughs> I because there's some videos circulating of Tua throwing like they flip the video so he throws right handed, yeah. and he like looks way better. Like if he just threw right, <laughs> if he was just right handed, everyone would think he was good. Because when when you see somebody passing from like left to right on your screen, you it's just wrong. Be facing you, but he's yeah. back to you, and you're like this just. Just looks wrong. But last year he had the he had the highest QBR in the league before he got there. Yeah, um, baby. Yeah, that, that that doesn't happen by accident. Obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty. But I am regret. I I'm annoyed with myself that I talked myself out of Miami making the playoffs. I when we did our OG preview show, I think it was our first episode ever. I thought about picking Miami to win the division. And then I just talked myself out of it and took the Jets over them, which at the time was still not a dumb bet. We know Aaron Rodgers is out, is out everything like that. But they're legit. their offense is so good. I just didn't think they could replicate last year, and they did, had their best game of Tua's career. So I'm I picked, excited. Yeah. I, I, the Jets bet is looks – it was such a good decision. Their defense is so good. Yeah. If they just had a quarterback, which is what we said last year, so yeah, I, I picked the Dolphins. I don't know if I said that, but yeah, I implied right. it. I also right, just realized I'm, I'm the only one in this group with Dolphins as a playoff team. So yeah, I've got. Uh, I, yeah, I took them out for the Colts. So <laughs> you have an honorary Dolphins. Player. Yeah, no, no, no. Your standings. They do not say the Dolphins are in there. The Dolphins are the seven and a half playoff team for me. Okay, sure, sure. All right, Sam, back to you with uh, your second pick. Yeah, let's see. Um, hmm. I think with this pick, I'm going to take uh, Brown Steelers. Divisional game. I don't know why. I just. Maybe everybody's this way. I just like watching divisional games more. The, the energy feels higher, obviously, just because it's a rivalry. Brown-Steelers is just a historic rivalry. Browns are coming off a huge win, and Steelers are coming off a huge loss. And I that's not typically how it goes with the Browns and the Steelers. I think it's – I saw this today. If the Browns go 2-0, and it'll be the first time it's happened in, like, 20 20- Wow. Like they have not started 2-0 and in a majority of our lifetime. Wow. And so they really want to win this. And then on the other side, you got Mike Tomlin, who's never had a losing season. The last thing he wants is to start 0-2. But he's got a frisky team at best. I think this could be a shootout. I, I think it, it could be a, definitely a close game. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was a blowout either way at the same time. Um, mm. So I that's that's my second pick, Brown Steelers. That's right. a good pick, um, but you're going to have to pick another one too because that's the Monday night game. Well, we can still recap it and talk about it, but yes, that won't be your – Well, we record during those games. A 27-second soapbox to talk about it. <laughs> Well, we still have to we still have to talk about it, and we still have to make picks for it, so it's fine. Yeah. We're just doing it now. Yeah. Okay. 
Alright, I'm gonna then I'm gonna take um Who are you picking to win? Because uh, right now the Steelers are at home. Cleveland's favored by two and a half. It's Monday night. Mm. Um I think I take the Browns. I do too. Cam Hayward's out eight weeks. Deontay Johnson's out probably a month. Those are two huge players for the Steelers and I know they played the 49ers, who arguably are the best team in the league after week one, but the Browns looked so good. And, yeah, with those missing those two guys, give me Cleveland. I, 2-0, and it's, it's wild to think. Um, also, just to clarify, there's two Monday night games, correct? Oh, yeah. that's true. I forgot about there that. There are. Saints and Panthers. Also. The other one probably won't get picked. That, that can be last pick, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm – I just feel like the Steelers are – I feel like Mike Tomlin off of this past blowout loss is going to get the Steelers ready to play somehow. There's no scientific reason for why that would be true or data that I can point to to back that up, like the Steelers off of blowout losses or anything. It just feels like it could be true, so I'm going Steelers. Which, if they – I think I picked them last week. If they lose again, I'm, I think I'll never pick them again. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, who'd you take? Um, Browns. Okay. All right. And then I, I have to actually Yeah, draft. who's your actual pick? Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, that was just a sneak peek for the, right. for the audience. My, man, um, I'm between two right here. You better not say Saints Panthers. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say 49ers Rams. Nice. Um, I think this would kind of be a Cinderella story for the Rams if they won this game, even though they are coming off of a huge divisional win. Again, I just love these divisional matchups. Um, but assuming Pukinakua does play, because everybody's gonna want to see this guy play again. Um, I, I also just think it'll be fun to watch the 49ers play. Truth be told, I, I have the 49ers in this game. I cannot but What? But I think it'll be a good game to watch. I think I think it'll be entertaining. But I think the 49ers will pull it out. Yeah, that makes sense. I The Rams looked so surprisingly good. They were fun to watch. Yeah, Puka is questionable, which I don't that that's not going to factor into my pick. I'm still taking the 49ers, even if Cooper Cup was playing. But Stafford looked healthy. He looked as good as almost he's ever looked. I man, they were fun to watch, and I, I could see Sean McVay pulling something else out here. But I'm I would I'm easily taking the Niners. Yeah, I think I'm just going to pick the 49ers until they lose, and then once they lose, maybe reconsider. So from here on out, I'm picking the 49ers until they lose. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I just I don't see a world where they lose when everyone's healthy, and until they play, you know, I'm I think they play Dallas or a team like that, but. Yeah, it's, you can't really pick against them until then. So, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if there's much to talk about. If, if Purdy plays just as well, 
as he as he has been and continues to. I'm just going to be eating my words all season. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't explicitly say he was bad or anything. I just didn't believe he could keep up what he did last season, and so far I am so wrong. Yeah, so. I mean, there is. I think that there is a really good chance that the that Brock Purdy loses a game he plays the full time this year, but. <laughs> I don't know if it will be more than, like, three or four. Right, right. Yeah, so I guess technically, unless they go undefeated, I'm not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, yeah, that was you. that's all your take was. You just didn't think Brock Purdy yeah. would go undefeated. Which is, right. I don't think, like, I don't think the Vikings will go undefeated. And I was right, so. <laughs> that's a really good point. <laughs> oh... All right, six. So, uh, yeah, we all got the Niners, unsurprisingly. I just hope the Rams take make it frisky. That'll just make it a fun game. That's all we can ask for. It's in L.A., I believe. Yeah, but they don't have home games. That's true. It's in L.A., but, it, yeah, it, those are basically 49er home games. 49ers are favored by seven and a half. So, um, all right, next pick. Up to me again. This one was pretty easy. I had this as my third ranked game. The Seahawks at Lions. It, yeah, this this is going to say a lot about both teams. Are the Lions the actually the team we saw in week one beat the Chiefs? Are the Seahawks actually the team that got smacked by the Rams? I don't think so. But... It's not like they have a cakewalk in week two where they can easily bounce back. They have a tough game against a really good team that's already beaten the Chiefs. So I'm really excited to watch this game in general. I'm a believer in the Seahawks. I was disappointed last week. I'm really looking forward to seeing Geno and the weapons and just hoping they can make plays because the Chiefs, if Kadarius Toney makes one of those catches last week, I don't think the Lions win. Like, there's so many chances where they just needed to convert one play that I think DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, or JSN make. So, I do think this is one where they can bounce back, but the lines are frisky, and I'm really excited to watch this. Because I think this game will have big implications in the NFC playoff race as well. I Lions will probably win the division, but if they don't, they'll be competing in a, for a wild card spot, most likely with this Seattle team. So... This is a huge game to start out. It's in Detroit, I believe. Yes, it is. And yeah. Detroit's favored by five. So, and yeah, any thoughts you guys got? Yeah, the uh, right now, eighty-four percent of bets are on the Lions. Right now. So that is a little scary, but the spread, more people are on the the Seahawks. So it, truly you can take nothing away from that for gambling purposes. <laughs> but um, I think the, the biggest problems that the Seahawks had last week was their defensive line was pretty bad, and the Lions have a pretty good offensive line, so I don't think it's mm-hmm. going to get any better. And... The Rams have Aaron Darnold, and the Seahawks offensive line was pretty bad. And they're going to be – it's kind of a makeshift offensive line from what I've seen this week. And yeah. 
Aiden Hutchinson is really good. He caused a lot of havoc last week. He only had like one sack, but he was in the backfield a lot of the getting Patrick Mahomes off of rhythm. Geno did not look great. Jared Goff at home is always better than Jared Goff on the road. I don't know. I think it's really all my points lead to why the Lions should win. So I'm going Lions because last week I would have said all of that and then picked the Seahawks. <laughs> Sam, um, I'm I, I'm not really any reasoning for this, uh, but I'll take the Seahawks. I want to see the Seahawks wide receiver core produce really well. I don't know if that's going to happen against Detroit, but I hope it's a high-scoring game, and I want the Seahawks to win. And that's All right. I also want the Seahawks to win, but I don't think they will win. So I'm, I'm taking the Lions, too. It, it's, it sucks. Uh, I don't have any issues with the Lions, to be honest, as a Bears fan, like, They've never been an issue, someone to worry about, and so I don't hate them like I do with the Packers and the Vikings. Um, so I'm I'm not necessarily mad that they're doing well, but I want to see Seattle do well. I picked them to win the division. I just I don't see I it's I think Detroit will win at home. They looked so good last week, and like you said, Jack, their O line it was so good. And that's going to be a huge factor in this game. So I think they'll be able to run the ball a lot with Monty and Gibbs. Yeah, give me Detroit. Jack, your second pick here. Yeah, this this pick at the big. Uh, I think a lot of people who aren't super toned into the NFL might question this pick a lot, a little. I think you guys will understand it a little bit, but the. I think this will have some playoff implications or we'll at least learn about two of the teams. So I'm picking the Packers versus the Falcons. Yeah. Yep. I, I feel like that's not a super flashy pick, especially at the beginning of the year. It seemed like all those people were – but most people would be negative on those two teams. But for me, I think that that will be a good game. I think we're going to learn – no offense, guys. I think the Falcons' defense is a little bit better than the Bears' defense. So I think we're going to learn a little bit about Jordan Love and how good he actually is, especially if Aaron Jones and Christian Watson are out. That's two of their best weapons, which makes the game less exciting, but I think we can learn more about Jordan Love there. Um, and then I didn't really watch much of the Falcons' game last week, so I kind of want to see Bijan and Tyler Algier play. I don't know if there will be a ton of passing yards coming out of Desmond Ritter, but... I do think it could be a good game either way. I don't think it'll be like super high scoring, but I think it'll be like a pretty good NFL level game, like twenty one seventeen, something in that that ballpark. So I don't what are your guys' thoughts on that game? Yeah, I had it as uh that was the next game I had on my list. I didn't really want to take it because I don't wanna watch the Packers. Um but I do like the Falcons and I completely agree with what you said. This game is he- I think it has huge implications. Either of these teams starting out 2-0 will be big for their seasons going forward, and there's a decent chance, similar to the Lions-Seahawks game, that these two teams are fighting for a wild-card spot at the end of this, at the end of the year. And, yeah, Aaron Jones being most likely out, 
will be huge. A.J. Dillon did not look good in the game against the Bears uh, at all. I think he averaged under two yards a carry, and that was against a defense that Aaron Jones, it seemed like he ran for five-plus yards every time he touched the ball. And so him being out's big. Watson is still questionable. Yeah, it'll be a big test for Love. Um, the Falcons didn't look amazing, but they looked good enough to beat the Panthers last week. I it's at in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Atlanta's favored by one and a half. It the line opened with Green Bay at minus one and a half, and it's been bet towards the Atlanta side. It's which is interesting. Sam, yeah. do you have any uh, any takes on the game before making a pick, or what you pick? Um. I, Jack, I, I like your theory on it. I think it will have playoff implications because I think both of these teams could end up being possible wild card contenders, um, and I think this game could end up mattering, which is kind of wild to say in, in week two about the Falcons. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I think I think you're right with that. This is a game where I probably won't watch any of it, mainly because. I'm not going to watch it like on the Sunday ticket, and it, you're probably not going to see much of it on the red zone because there probably won't be a whole lot of scoring if Aaron Rod- or if Aaron Jones and uh, Christian Watson are out. I almost said if Aaron Rodgers is out, he is out. He's also just no longer on the day. But I have very little to add. I think it could be a close game. I'm not interested in either of these teams. I'm still <laughs> withdrawal from last week so that's that's my two cents yeah the i the over under is 40 which it, i'm just like i always think about it in terms of college football and like that's a first half over in college football but like <laughs> that's that's not a lot of points like that's max five touchdowns which is feels like a lot but it's it's really not like a 14 to 17 game is not going to be on red zone that much. So I don't know what I'm going to pick yet. So you guys go. I'll take the Falcons. Uh, if if the Packers had Aaron Jones, I would think about it harder. Yeah, but I uh, don't want to pick the Packers. And if it's a 50-50 toss-up for me, I'm going to take Atlanta. I, I agree for almost the exact same reasons. I think the Packers, without their two best offensive weapons, are much less of a threat. And Falcons could pull it together. They didn't even use Bijan as much as they could have, I feel like. And so if they, if they really pull out that card, that could be a big variable. And if Tyler Algier has two touchdowns again, that's two of your five touchdowns, Jack. For the yep, Packers. there they are. I, I think is it confirmed that those two guys aren't playing? No, they might play. Aaron Jones hasn't practiced yet, and yeah, I think is I'm not, I think he's technically they're, questionable. But they're both like yeah, not he won't play, and I okay. think Watson's pretty similar. He hasn't practiced yet either. Okay, and it's Thursday night, so yeah, I I don't know. I think. This is tough. I'm just going to go with my gut. I'm going to pick the Packers. I think Jordan Love looked really good last week, so maybe that was just a one-time thing. Maybe the Packers truly just owned the Bears, and so that happened. I don't know, but I'm going to go with the Packers. 
No, that makes sense. The there's a chance that it's just how more how bad the Bears are than how good the Packers were. Or yeah, Jordan Love didn't really get tested much. He basically had no pressure on him, and in terms of like actual pressure from the Bears D line, so. Yeah, but if if they don't have Aaron Jones and Christian Watson and Jordan Love looks good again, I am very worried as a Bears <laughs> fan because he has no one else. I mean, Romeo Dobbs and Luke Musgrave are decent, but yeah, yeah. So I'll take we'll take me and Sam taking the Falcons. Sam or Jack taking the Packers. It makes sense. Back to you, Sam, with your third pick. Yeah, with uh, with this pick. I, I'm I, I'm not going to take the Bears. I I, 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 I just want to watch the game, and I don't want to have any other stakes in that <laughs> game. So I'm not going to take them. But I am going to take the Colts, Texas. No. I, was gonna... <laughs> I, 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 figured I thought there was no way. Out. I thought there was no way either of you picked that. I Well, I really want to see – the Anthony Richardson CJ Stroud matchup. Uh, obviously, like I'm taking CJ Stroud's a bum. I'm t- <laughs> I'm taking the Colts in this game. I want Anthony Richardson to look good, but as an Ohio State fan, I also want CJ Stroud to look good. I also want to try and figure out what's going on with the Houston offense with their receivers specifically, and I'm really interested to see who CJ ends up having some chemistry with. Um, I hope the Colts win the game. I hope they come out of that one and one. I hope they beat the Texans. And yeah, that's my take. Another divisional game, but it's a rookie quarterback matchup. Both top four picks, um, and I think it'll be fun to watch. And we live in Indianapolis, so there will be good energy around it. All right. Yeah, I mean, I'll be watching this game regardless. Uh. I'm actually more nervous for this game than I was for the Jaguars game because we were supposed to lose the Jaguars game. And I feel like, are the Colts favored? No, they're not favored. All right, so we're not even supposed to win this game. So that's good. I like the underdog mentality. At this point, it's Anthony Richardson's rookie year. They're not going to win a Super Bowl unless maybe Jonathan Taylor comes back and everybody else on every other team gets hurt. So (laughs) it's all just about promise for the future. I think that will happen again doesn't mean that it'll equate to a W, but I am going to pick the Colts because I am said last week I was going to pick them every week. So, All right. Makes sense. Yeah, I don't have much to add. I'm excited to watch the rookie quarterbacks. It was a sneaky high on my list as well. Uh, I moved it up after what I sent you guys. So, hmm. Sam, who, but, do you, who are you taking? And, and he's Colts on the Colts. Colts, absolutely. Yeah. Colts, but I want CJ Stroud to throw for 320 yards. Bum. I don't think the Texans lose if he does that. <laughs> I mean, he threw uh, like 240 last week, so could happen. This one, I I have gone back and forth a lot because, you know, one of my spicy hot takes before the season was the Texans would finish second in the AFC South. Um, but the Colts did look good. I'm worried about who their running back is. Zach Moss. Zach Moss will be back. I think that'll be an improvement, as crazy as that is to say. But I, I'm just I'm worried. I 
I like the Texans. I know they only scored nine points last week, but I didn't think they looked as bad as the score was. And the Ravens didn't look greatly impressive against. I'm taking Houston. I hate to say that. I want the Colts to win as an indie uh, resident. But Zach Moss was RB2 against the Texans last year. I know. I know. It's huge that he's going to be back. I don't know why, but I'm taking the Texans. So fair. I'm sorry. Um, All right, this, your pick. I'm up. This one's easy for me. This is. Uh, I'm taking the Jets Cowboys. I'm really intrigued to see how the Jets. I mean, they didn't. They bounced back in a great way in their in in game. They won. They beat the Bills, which is so sick. We haven't talked about that yet, actually. Um, we don't have to talk about it much because, you know, there's been unlimited coverage about it. But I just want to note how sad it is for the Jets, for Aaron Rodgers. I think we've mentioned it already, but seeing how well their defense played against the Bills, they absolutely could have won the Super Bowl with a good quarterback. And it's really sad. Zach Wilson didn't play great. He technically played well enough to win. So, I'll give him that. But their defense looked like the best defense in the league against the Bills. And Josh Allen looked... I don't even know what to say. He just looked... It, I, it was so bad. It looked like rookie year Josh Allen. And they made him look like that. So, um, yeah, I'm really intrigued to see that. That storyline of Zach Wilson and with this Jets team now, they've all rallied behind him. Salah's come out and talked about how he's their quarterback. Guys have been tweeting and seeing online that they support him fully as their quarterback. Um, but also, Dallas looked like they could have been the best team in the NFL after Week One. They were the only score, held the only scoreless game, and Dak didn't even have to do anything. So, I'm yeah, I'm I'm. This is probably gonna be a really low scoring game because it's maybe the top two defenses in the NFL, and I'm intrigued to see what happens. So, um, I do want to propose a world. Is there a world, or what percent chance would you give to this hypothetical that I'll present? So, Zach Wilson obviously has sat behind Aaron Rodgers all offseason. He has, he, le- he legitimately said, whatever quarterback they bring in, I'm going to give him hell. <laughs> um, it, yeah, no comment on that aspect. Are you proposing um, that Zach Wilson tore no, Aaron Rodgers' no, no, Achilles? No, that that's not my hypothetical. That is not my hypothetical, but, you know, yeah. No comment. So, anyways, maybe Zach Wilson's been sitting behind an all-time quarterback. He has... I don't know. The team says he's gotten better. He has good weapons. A top three defense. He didn't look it in the game against the Bills, but he did enough. Is there a world where he takes a big step forward this season and becomes more of a game manager, get the ball to your weapons, and the Jets still win 10 games? No. Here's what I'll say. I do think that could happen. (laughs) But what Aaron Rodgers said to Garrett Wilson... It is all he said was, sorry, kid. Ugh. 
which I think goes to show Aaron knows the position that he's put this team in. I think, but also, I don't put a whole lot of stock in what Aaron Rodgers says. <laughs> Probably already back in his darkness retreat, feeling his Achilles. But I think Zach Wilson could get it done. I think he's on a better offense than it was last year. And I I think he can get it done, to your point, Zach. I don't think he's going to look great. I think he can pull out wins. I think he could be like the AFC East version of a less good Brock Purdy, where it's like, well, we got this guy. Let's put him in and see what happens. Maybe he can get it done. He won't be that good. I think there is a 0.1% chance that the Jets win 10 games because of Zach Wilson. I think the Jets could win 10 games because their defense is that good, but I do not in any way think that Zach Wilson is going to take a step forward and be – he's a bust. I just think the rest of their team might be good enough that they can carry him. So, I mean, like Carson Wentz could make the playoffs for that team. So I'm not like – I am an anti-Zach Wilson guy. That'll be my – if Sam's anti-Dak, I'm anti-Zach Wilson. And and, and Zach's Zach's anti-Brock Purdy, I guess. So we all have our guy. Dang it. Speaking of anti-Dak, I do want to say I am excited for this game. Because I want Jordan Whitehead to have three more. <laughs> I think the final score of this game is going to be three to zero. There's a shot. There is an. There are some elite defenses in this yeah. game. I think it's going to be fun to watch. I think we could watch some serious roughhousing on TV. Yeah, I was thinking about picking this game, and then I thought I do not want to watch Zach Wilson play against the Cowboys defense. Mm-hmm. And I'm with intrigued. that said, with that said, I'm picking the Cowboys. <laughs> Sam? By 40. Um, I Let me pull up my chart here. So I um, I don't have the Jets in the playoffs, and I do have the Cowboys in the playoffs, which I said when I put the Cowboys in the playoffs, I said they're going to get there because their defense is so good. I think that is going to be the exact narrative of this game. I think that the Cowboys are going to shut down Zach Wilson. Um to Jack's point. Can they shut down Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall? Probably. Will they? Maybe. Maybe not. Um, but I would take the Cowboys. Also would not be upset with a 3-0 to finish because that means that again, Dak didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm fine with. Which I'm fine with. I think he's overhyped. And he's he didn't do anything last week. I hope he does nothing this week. Alright. Um, it's uh, in Dallas. Dallas favored by 9. I'm also taking the Cowboys. Not I wanted surprising. to present that hypothetical because, you know, maybe there is there is a world somewhere. But I was just curious if it, that was even something you guys think could possibly happen. Sounds like no. So, I mean, they could still be good. They looked their defense is just so good. Yeah, but and the hypothetical is what's the percent chance they win ten games with Zach Wilson as their quarterback for all ten? Okay, I think that's like forty to fifty percent. But oh. And the clarification of I was understanding it as because Zach Wilson takes oh, a step forward. Because of Zach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He just has to start those 10 games. So. Yeah, I think that's more of a possibility. All right. Jack, what's your next pick? Uh, <clears throat> Sam stole mine, so 
am not really stealing his because I don't think he's going to pick this anyway because he doesn't want to watch the Bears games with anything else going on. So I'm picking the Bears-Bucks. The Bucks were interesting. I love Baker. Mike Evans played well. I think the Bucks, if they win this game, they could be a little friskier than people thought. And yeah. I think I think the Bears are going to take a step forward. I don't think they're I, – I know you guys are Bears fans, so – you kind of are thinking more worst-case scenario as a more neutral on the situation. I do not think the Bears are as bad as they played last week, so I think they're going to take a step forward. So I think it could actually be more entertaining than it seems. Um, I think Justin Fields will play pretty well, if not be top five QB for fantasy. So I'm excited for this game. So I don't know who I'm going to pick, but I don't know if Bears fans have insights on this game. Yeah, um, I. It's a huge game. Uh, if they go zero and two and they lose to Tampa Bay, uh, yeah, it's. I'm not gonna say it's over because it's not. It's never over, especially after only two games. But if they Tampa Bay is a beatable team. Even they did beat the Vikings last week, and Baker looked good. But they're a beatable team, and if they can't win this game, I don't believe in this team. So I'm extremely nervous, actually. I didn't think I would be nervous about a Week 2 Bears-Bucks, but I am because I think it says a lot about the team. It's in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's favored by 2.5. I agree. I think they'll, the Bears will bounce back. Um, but my normal Bears fandom pessimism and it, not getting my expectations high so I can't be let down is just assuming they're going to lose. <sighs> yeah. So who's your pick? The Bears. Okay. <laughs> Are we Bears all around? I, I, I take the Bears. Um, all right. But I do want to clarify that I do want to see Baker continue to ball in yeah. Tampa. Um, so you I want am- the Bears to win but Baker to throw for 350 yards. Yeah, no. yeah. I guess it's kind of like <laughs> my Colts Texans thing, but also I, I want every reason for there not to be any discrepancy against the Bears' offense or their defense, and I just know I'm in life. People are just gonna be like, "Well, Baker Mayfield threw for 350 yards against so you guys, must suck or something like that." Which, yeah, I don't want that in any way. I love yeah, Baker, so, and I want him to throw for 50 yards. <laughs> He can have a little more than 50. I'll give him 65. But sure, sure. I, 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 after this game, I'm, I'm like, I'm all on board with the Bears. <laughs> I, but I, the Bears need to win this. And if that's at the detriment of Baker Mayfield throwing for 50 yards, then I'm fine. I'm so okay with that. I think I'm picking the Bears – Solely because I just saw that ninety-seven percent of money line bets are on the Buccaneers. What? And there's a reason that Vegas looks like it does. Oh my! 90%. Maybe maybe I'm looking at a bad source, but it says ninety-seven percent of bets are on. No, ninety-seven percent of the money is on the Tampa Bay to win money line. Uh, let's see. Wow. I am not seeing that. What are you seeing? I'm seeing that 90% of the cash is on the Bears. Uh, 
Okay, maybe we just shouldn't trust any of these sources. Disregard. Let's just disregard that. I'll see if I can find. Yeah, uh, it's. I'm so worried. Is that is that the books who report that? Like, is that Bet MGM who's like, this is the money that? I'm on PFF, and they have like a live spreads tracker and cover tracking, and about they show the cash and the tickets percentages, but. I, I, I don't know where they get their data from, so yeah, can't fully and, trust it. Because I don't know why anybody would actually report that. Right. Yeah, I'm seeing 62% on the bear. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It disregard does, all it, of that. We're not a betting that. podcast. Yeah. I'm still picking we're the bears. Not. Yeah. All right, bear down. I hate that we're all on them, to be honest, but I guess Sam and I are definitely choosing them, so it's just whatever Jack picks. It's going to be hard for me if they go 0-2 and, and then I still want to, in my heart, pick them to win, but real in my brain. Yeah, it's going to get hard. Yeah, so this is a big game. About as big as a week two against the Bucks can be. <laughs> so, uh, all right, Sam, what's your fourth pick? Um, so I'm going to take the Commies Broncos here. Dang it. And for two reasons, one... Jack and I have a share in Sam Howell in a dynasty league, and I want to see him win and do well, continue to do well. I feel like he did proficient last week. And also want to see Jahan Dotson do well as well. He's, he's fun to watch. On the other side of that, Jerry Judy is going to be playing. He, he was cleared as healthy recently, mm. which I saw. I love Jerry Judy. He's the only player on the Broncos that I like. Excited to see him play. Sucks that Russell Wilson has to be his quarterback, but I'd love to see him do well. Also, I have not decided who I'm going to take in this game. I'm leaning one way, but would love to hear your guys' thoughts. I have no thoughts. I don't really have thoughts either. Um, it's it's tough to say how good the, the commanders are just because – they played the Cardinals last week, and they didn't look that great. Broncos lost to the Raiders on a game they maybe should have won. So it's in Denver. Denver's favored by three and a half. The over/under is only thirty-nine. Um, I'm taking the Commanders, playoff team Commanders. Yeah. So. I am taking the Broncos. I think they're going to play a little bit better than last week. Um, the Commanders did not beat the uh, Cardinals by that much, and the Cardinals' defense gave them some troubles, and the Broncos' defense is better than the Cardinals' defense, in my uneducated opinion. So I'm going Broncos, but Sam, you got to break the tie. Yeah, so on one hand, I like all the points that are being made. The Commies like, squeaked it out with the Cardinals, which is the worst team in football. But the Broncos lost to the Raiders. Who the I second worst team in football. Worst team in football. So that kind of logic kind of cancels out for me. So I think I'm going to take the commies. Let's go. Because I feel like early last season and in fantasy, I did put some stock in the Broncos, and it was so disappointing. And I just <laughs> do not want to put myself in that situation again. So 
and put it on the commies, and we're gonna ride. No pun intended. Let's go. Yeah, I, I, I think this is a heart pick for me. My, my, my brain says to pick Denver, but I'm going with my heart, and I want the Commanders to win. So, yes. um, all right, sick. Next game, we got uh, looks like four left, and this is an easy pick. I'm taking Chargers Titans. Chargers, uh, it's I think it's in Tennessee. Yes, it's in Tennessee. Chargers are favored by three. Both teams are 0-1. Had a chance to possibly win their game. Both went down to the wire. Very different games. Uh, Titans lost by a point to the Saints. I think it was 16-15 or something like that. And then the... Chargers lost to arguably the best performance, or definitely the best offensive performance we've seen all year so far this year from the Dolphins. So it's going to be a weird game, uh, a very sl- a slow team with a Tannehill is going to be looking to bounce back. Chargers defense is going to be looking to bounce back because they gave up so so much to the Chargers and then or to Miami. I'm intrigued. I'm picking the Chargers pretty comfortably. Uh, I believe in them as the only one that has them in the playoffs. But, yeah, well, I don't know where you guys are at. I This feels like a must-win game, honestly, for both teams. Like, yeah. for either to start 0-2, feels like it could be hard to come back from. But I agree with everything you said, so I'm going to pick the Chargers. I, with everything I've been saying about the Chargers, I'm not going to take the Chargers. I'm going to take the Titans. I also have the Titans in the playoffs, and I don't have the Chargers in the playoffs. So I just got to ride with what I've been saying. Uh, I think Derrick Henry didn't do a whole lot last week. I think he could bounce back and have a good week. Tannehill could bounce back. D-Hop could have a good week. Um, And I just don't really believe in the Chargers. Even though the Chargers just seem like the better team than the Titans, I'm going to take I'm going to ride with the Titans. All right. Yeah, I mean, that's on brand. That's what I would have expected you to say. So, makes sense there. I'm not going to lie. These last couple games just... Yeah, we'll uh, go through these quick. We can fly. Jack, which one do you want? (laughs) I'm taking the Raiders' Bills, and that's solely so I can watch Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, and then the Bills. I think the Bills are going to... I think the Bills legitimately might win by 35. I think they're going to play angry and they're going to score a lot of points on a defense that's much worse than the Jets' defense. So I'm going Bills, 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 Bills. I think Josh Allen will play much better. I have the Bills as my Super Bowl champion from the beginning of the year, so I would love to cash in a win here against a far superior, inferior team. But I would like Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams to play well. All right, I mean... The the Raiders are one and zero, and the Bills are zero and one. True, not what I would have expected coming into week two. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm not even gonna think. I'm taking the Bills. Never once I'm gonna consider the Raiders in this matchup. Uh, yeah, I have nothing so, to add. Sorry if you waited this whole time in our podcast <laughs> to listen to the Bills talk because or Raiders talk because you got nothing. Yeah, I'm 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 taking Bills. Minus ten. Yeah. I think the I'm, line is at like minus eight and a half or minus nine. Yeah, nine. it is. Yeah, I'm al- alternate spread to minus thirty-five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
that's that's just easy cash right there. That's yep. that's good financial investment. Yep. Yeah, and we didn't talk. We didn't recap Monday night's game, but just the Bills looked bad. Josh Allen looked flustered and just kind of looked like he had re- reverted back to his old self. And I'm just not worried about that this week. If he does this, if he plays the sim- similar way this week and ha- struggles against the Raiders, then we'll have to have a conversation probably. But I don't think it's worth talking about right so yet. Yeah, so. Um, there's only two games left. We don't necessarily have to draft them. One's one's on Monday night. Monday so. night, and the other is the Giants and the Cardinals. So we'll just real quick talk about that. Um, you know, Giants lost forty to zero to the Cowboys. Their offense looked atrocious. Their defense looked bad, and it didn't look like a playoff team from last year. This regression was expected. Majority of people were out on them and just talked about how they won a lot of one score games and it was a fluky season. But to their or to give them a little bit of a chance, they did play against Dallas and basically everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong. I don't think it was actually a forty to zero game. Did they deserve to get blown out? And absolutely one hundred percent. They shouldn't have had a chance, but. Yeah, and then the Cardinals almost beat the Commanders. Their defense actually looked decent, and Dobbs looked like a quarterback. Not a good one, but he's a quarterback, so. He's there. He's playing. He's slinging it. Yeah. Yeah, baby. It's in Arizona. Um, I think, let's see, who's favored? The Giants are favored by four. Yeah, I don't, uh, do you guys even have anything to add? No, yeah. I think the Giants will play much better. So I'm picking the Giants, but I I would love to see the Giants score a touchdown. <laughs> and any points. I mean at all. Like anything, that'd be great. New York will be ecstatic. Um, the NFC side of New York. And <laughs> um I would love for Saquon to have two touchdowns just so I can finally sell my Saquon share. And that's all I have to say. <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking Giants as well. So, pretty easy one. And finally, the game that I think would have potentially gone last regardless, maybe would have gone ahead of the Giants-Cardinals, is the Monday night game Saints-Panthers. Before we get into it, do you guys have any uh, opinions on the two Monday night games? I'll only be watching one of them. Yeah, I mean, they're both... They're an hour apart, or like 45 minutes mm-hmm. apart, and I don't really get it. Um, I'll probably be watching the Brown Steelers. <laughs> really? Thing, yeah, but <laughs> I don't know who's going to be watching that NFC matchup, but I'm excited for Brown Steelers. I think. Are you asking about the idea of two Monday nights? Yeah, I just, I, I, I just don't get it. It's yeah. not like like they're overlapping weirdly. They don't start at the same time. I don't yeah. I don't like it at all. I get that they have all the TV rights and stuff, and every station's got to get their games in or whatever. But I just I don't like it at all. No one's gonna watch the Saints Panthers game. Um, so yeah. Speaking of that, with YouTube TV, you can double box. That is nice. I do love that about YouTube TV. Um, 
Yeah, so Monday Monday night's game, Saints are at the Panthers. Saints are favored by three. One Saints are one and zero. They beat the Titans. Panthers are zero and one. Lost the Falcons last week. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have any any uh, anything to say about this? I mean, I think the Saints could be Saints starting two and zero could be very beneficial for them at the end of the year when they could be trying to make the playoffs at 8 and 9 or 9 and 8 in the NFC South. So I think it's a bigger game for the Saints than the Panthers. I think the Panthers are in that boat that the Colts are in where they just want to look good in some way and have hope for the future. Yeah. Sound yeah. like Bears. Yeah. It's uh it's just the it's Bears fans, but you guys are you guys have graduated to the point where you now have to actually be good or you have to start over. It was where we were last year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch Derek Carr again and see if uh he can replicate last week. Chris Olave I think could go to the moon this week per usual. Um Yeah, it's an interesting game. Bryce Young looked pretty bad last week to be honest and I think he, you know, it's. I'm not going to judge a guy after two games, but he also doesn't have many weapons, not much help. It's. it's I think it'll probably be a tough game for the Panthers. It helps that they're at home. Yeah, I, I'm taking the Saints comfortably. I just don't have much to say. Yeah. Sam? I'll, I'll take the Saints. Uh, yeah. The same as last week. I want to see Chris Olave do well. I think he can do really well against his defense, and that's where I'm at. I'm going Saints. Sweet. And that, that's it, right? Yeah. If we forgot a game, then it must be terrible. Yeah. Horrible. Because we talked about everything. So, yeah, that's week two. Um, like I said at the beginning of the show, it's going to, you know, we're kind of, we're going to, I think, learn more about the team's we can take more away from week two and see if things are actual trends or if it's uh, if week one was a fluke or whatever, team just wasn't ready. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I will be at a, I have a Sunday wedding to go to this weekend. That should be illegal. Not ideal. Not ideal for a huge Bears fan. Shout out Cole Gilliam. I don't know if you listened, to be honest, but... We we specifically got married before NFL season started, just mm-hmm. for the attendees to not have to watch it. Wow. NFL games while at the wedding. What a guy. What a guy. So, uh, yeah, I I will try to watch as much as possible, but no promises that I watch every game, of course. But, yeah, I'm excited. Do you guys have any closing thoughts on Week 2, fantasy stuff, anything... No. I mean, I think I think it's going to be a higher scoring week than last week, but that's not really a take at all because mm-hmm. last week was very low scoring. Um, I would just say for all the people out there who feel bad that their fantasy team didn't perform well, just start all the same players you did last week because odds are if they didn't play well, they'll play well this week. Right. And then if they play bad again, then maybe consider benching them. And that's my fantasy advice. You drafted them highly for a reason. Don't give up on them after one game. Done. Great. I love it. All right, well, you boys have a good night. Thank you, everybody, for listening. 
enjoy your week two. I hope uh, all of your teams do well. And unless you're a Packers fan or a Buccaneers fan. Um, or yeah. a Texans fan. Or, of course, or a Texans fan or a Chiefs fan. Who else do we like on this podcast? Keegan likes the Cowboys, I guess. So he's a, he hates the Jets. But, he, but yeah. Sam doesn't like the Cowboys. So, so. Yeah, it, there's a lot. And w- once you get into... The, it's kind of like in fantasy. Once you get in too many leagues, you're like cheering for and against people. You know, I just... We have the game on. So I just saw Jalen Hurts threw another touchdown to Devonta Smith. I have Jalen Hurts, but I'm also playing against him. So in another league, yeah, yeah, too many uh, cooks in the kitchen. I don't know what the good analogy for it is, but anyways, thank you all for listening. Uh, enjoy your week two. We will get back to you next Tuesday with the recap. Yep. Peace. Peace. Peace.